0: Welcome to Top Dealer Podcast, the show where we talk innovative and disruptive automotive dealer strategies from around the world with some of the leading general managers and owners of dealerships and help you understand what you can do today to future-proof your business and to go to the next level. I'm Dave Benson and our co-host is Glenn Lundy, ready for strategies. Let's tune in. This week's episode is sponsored by carloan.com. If your dealership is looking to grow its special finance department, Interactive Financial Marketing's carloan.com lead program will do exactly that. They're the largest generator of organic, exclusive leads in the automotive industry, spending around a million dollars per month in PPC. Tell them the Hustle and Grind team sent you for pricing that you will love. Check out their website at
1: www.interactivefmg.com. Welcome to the Top Dealer Show. I'm Dave Benson. This is the show that general managers listen to for the most innovative and disruptive strategies that are happening out there in the dealership world. We've got a special guest, but firstly, what's going on, Glenn Mundy?
2: Oh man, I'm just uh, hanging out here in Kentucky, where it's a little (laughs) bit cold today, but I'm just hanging out here, loving hopping on with the general managers across the nation, because these guys are disrupting the auto industry, and I stinking love it, brother. Man, it might be cold outside, but it's fire in here in this
1: podcast, my friend.
2: (laughs) We'll we'll definitely get it warmed up, especially with the guest we got today. I know that he's coming in from Jersey, and he's going to bring the heat, no doubt.
1: No doubt. Well, let's get to it. Let's introduce our special guest. We have a good friend of ours, a member of the Hustle and Grind Club, came to Hustle and Grind Con. I cannot wait to uh, hear some of his gold. Neil Ameral is the general manager of Ameral Auto Sales up there in Linthurst, New Jersey. Welcome to the program and top dealer, Neil.
3: Hey guys, how you doing this afternoon?
1: <laughs> We're living the dream. A dream.
3: <laughs> uh, Excited to be here.
1: Tell me. Let's cut straight to the the point. What, you know, when when I say things like innovation and disruption, as you as a general manager of a uh, of a dealership, you know your own dealership there. Tell me. Tell me what that means to you.
3: Well, in terms of innovation, right? You always got to be kind of connected and. Uh, I guess you say surround yourself with the the top innovators in your industry like so going to hustle and grind con I think was uh one of the best moves I've made in a long time you know to be able to be around guys like Glenn listen to Brian Benstock you know rubbing elbows with guys like Scott Simons um you know just kind of see what they're doing and their larger dealerships for me as an independent um it's it's a little more difficult. Like we don't have a manufacturer kind of pushing us in any real direction, so you kind of have to pay attention to what the big guys are doing and try to take little nuggets away from them and implement them uh, at your store. And that, that's kind of what I've been doing, you know, for the last six years. That's awesome, and yeah, definitely looking looking out. And that's kind of what
2: I love about the time you know, the, the the time period that we live in nowadays. Uh, back back in the car business 20 years ago, I can just remember, you know, we, we were all kind of on an island by ourselves trying to figure out what to do and what moves to make. And now we have all these, these different ways to connect and to communicate and, and to make moves. And you mentioned, you know, Brian Benstock, he's out in that He's, a, he's in New York. I know that you're in New Jersey. What are some of the things that you've kind of picked up from some of the stuff that he's doing that you're now applying at your dealerships?
3: So like a few years ago, I got to see Brian speak at the Automotive Leadership Roundtable in Miami. Um, and he really spoke about how he moved some of his best salesmen into the service drive yeah uh-huh. and you know, i'm a little a few years behind, but <laughs> we're we're starting to try to integrate that now, where we we have folks um, like, you know increasing service and, and then keeping those customers in connection with with the sales department uh, and then simultaneously, one of the like his big push now is um you know like the future is frictionless so what what he's done is I mean, he's got all these connections now with Google um, and he and Ways and all these other big companies, and he, even VaynerMedia. I think he said uh, mm-hmm. again, what they're yeah. doing is y- using uh, voice search. Uh, so if you're in the area, you can just search to like basically say the Alexa or Google Assistant, "Hey, I need my car service," and 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 they're suggesting that you go to Paragon, which is uh crazy to me, I mean you can even schedule it, and they'll come pick up your car at your house at, at Paragon now you don't even have to go to the store to buy a car. you know when I heard that you, you know i I had taken a lot of notes on the flight home back from uh from Florida uh I rewatched the video that I made myself and I wrote down the name uh of the company that Ben stock is using at Paragon for. For this valet service, Uh, and we've set up a program with them now that we're going to start offering uh, free pickup and drop-off for service as well. Yeah, and I I think it'll be great because you know it just feels like as time passes and more technology comes out that that most people, at least in the tri-state area, uh, you know, don't have any free time. Everyone's Mm -hmm. always working, so nobody wants to spend their time in the car dealer getting their oil changed, you know, they're always looking to get out as fast as they can. So if you, I I think it was a podcast you did with him, Glenn, a while ago, you know, they talked about the the two biggest objections in the service department or how much does it cost and how long is it going to take? Right. And if, and if you take out the time um, out of the picture, then it comes down to cost and you know, the cost, Isn't as big of an objection if people don't have to sit around and wait. And and you you have all these customers in your CRM and in your database, and everybody's trying to find people on Car Gurus and Auto Trader and Cars.com. When you have hundreds or even thousands of customers at your disposal and you're just not servicing them properly, so if you have them coming back into service all the time, eventually they're going to want to switch up their car. And you should be offering them to, you know, do a trade, you know, get 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 a nicer, newer car for the same or less, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's going to be our big push in 2019. Uh, you know, I think it'll be really successful.
1: It's amazing, Glenn Lundy, uh, as we've spoken to so many of our guests, the focus of 2019 seems to be really repeat and referral. I mean, these customers of, you know, a repeat and referral customer, the second sale is always easier than the first. I mean, this is profound. Right. stuff. It's, it's not something that we haven't known, but I think it's just been a lack of focus. Would you agree, Glenn?
2: yeah i agree i agree 100 percent. we spend a lot of money and resources trying to acquire new customers and sometimes we just take it for granted we forget that we've got this entire database of people that already know us have already had an incredible experience with us hopefully it's been an incredible experience if we did our job right Uh, they already trust us they've spent money with us before i mean i think it should be everybody you know i I am always shocked to see how much money is spent targeting and advertising to acquire new customers and how little attention is spent in dealerships. You know, we'll, we'll send out the, the automated response email to the customers in our CRM, but we're not spending any money marketing or advertising towards them. And so I think that's a big, big, big play in 2019. I think everybody's starting to realize that the competition is no longer just the guy down the street. Your competition is now, you know, we we were selling cars all over the country. Uh, with the use of the internet and, and with the ability to ship cars and, and the different you know technologies and companies out there that can help with that. The competition is a much, much bigger uh, pool that you're fighting against. And so it's really important that you target those customers that already have loyalty that already, you know, that already love you and have experienced that with you. I think that's definitely the way to go in 2019. Another thing that I've noticed that Neil touched on and, and, Uh, I think is really important for everybody to pay attention to is what Neil is doing is Neil is disrupting the industry by looking around, literally taking a look around and seeing what are the customers, what do they need? What do they need? What is changing in the customer's world? You know, and then what they need is they need more time. And especially I was just in New York uh, last weekend, I was in New York for a few days and I understand the the hustle and the bustle and the gridlock and the traffic jams and you know you've got trains and subways and there's just all of these things going on everybody's trying to get from point A to point B and sometimes that alone is just the hardest the hardest part of, of moving around those big cities is just getting to where you need to get and so Neil the fact that you guys are attacking that uh, I think that's going to bode very well for you in 2019. I really do. You,
3: you know, just an example, uh, you know, uh, I had a customer uh, yesterday was interested and he lives in Lindhurst. Uh, and we got a train station in town and a lot of people commute into Manhattan for work. Um, and he sent us a lead on the E-Class that we have for sale. And he's like, you know, I just can't get there you know mm-hmm. you know i i leave for at seven i get home at seven thirty. you know we we usually close around seven so look i'll i'll stay and wait and then he said you know he ended up making it and we sold him the car um and you know we were talking about being able to service his vehicle and he's like well you know your shop closes uh at six so mm-hmm. well you know you know you don't have to be here for your car to get serviced you know and i brought up the fact that you know if you if you leave the car here in the morning on your way to work you know we can schedule you to get a ride to the train station uh if we're here one of us will take you there ourselves um and then when you get back we'll pick you up it's no no biggie and and he was so excited he's like oh man you know i'm tired of wasting my day off uh you know, going to get an oil change and get my car washed. You know, I need that day for myself to relax. Sure. Yeah. You know, because that commute is crazy. You know, a lot of people are spending in New Jersey, at least to get into Manhattan, you know, an hour and a half, an hour each way. So mm-hmm. some people are spending three hours a day just commuting. Man. You know, they, they don't want to spend their day off. You know, I don't care how nice your shop is. You know, our, our our facility is pretty nice, you know. It's definitely not like one of these new car stores, um, but still, you know. Even you know, Mister Benstock says he's like, I don't care if you got a, a mini golf in <laughs> in your showroom. Right. You know, people don't want to be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're in
2: an era. It's a very unique era in the auto industry where you got guys like Amazon that are starting to think about playing the automobile game and you got Carbanas and you've got, you know, Google's getting in the game. You've got all these big players with big pocketbooks and big technologies. So how do you, as a, as a smaller independent, independent dealer, what, what, what moves are you going to make? Obviously you're going to make it a little bit more uh, convenient for your customer to get there and you're, you're, you're making a couple changes that way, but what other changes are you planning on making to, you know, to stay as an independent dealer, to stay in the game?
3: Well, I think it's going to just come back to, you know, like we talked before about retention, like just do your best all the time and always be honest, always be upfront, you know, educate your customers. You know, I don't think, Anybody at Carvana is worrying about helping their customers fix their credit so they could buy a house and they could, you know, do things like that to take care of their families. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're giving them that wow experience and they know you care, you know, most customers, in my opinion, you know, we're, we're like a big family here. I don't think they would even consider going to Carvana. I don't care what the pricing is. And I, and honestly, the prices they're paying at the auction, there's no way that they can be that competitive in terms of pricing. Yeah, no it's way. more oh. about convenience for them, like somebody don't want to come to the dealer. But uh, I really don't think that's the issue. Our customers like being here with us.
2: I just want to ask a little bit of a serious question. and I think everybody kind of dances around and talks a little bit about you know, the different big players and all the different technology and all the different changes in the auto industry. And, and, and I guess my question to you, Neil, is there, is there a little bit of fear? Are, 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 we, are, are, are you a little bit scared of what this is going to do with what all these changes are going to do? And is
3: that maybe what's kind of fueling you to make those changes now? of course you're scared to to do new things. You don't know if you can handle it. You don't know if you're going to waste money, There's there's not money to waste, you know, and um, I I think you just kind of have to do it. And, you know, one of the big takeaways for me at the conference was the routine thing. You know, we talked about this before the show. I was gung ho for two months going real strong and things were, I could see things were were moving in the right direction. And I kind of, uh, plateaued the last two three weeks and things kind of got stagnant in my life. So I think you just got to get back on the ball, even if you fall off it, um, and stick to your routine um, and plan things out and, and keep attacking and keep trying to grow and you know use your friends in, in, in the industry uh, as your support. You know the the, the group I think the Rising Grind Group and the Hustle and Grind Group and the Sales Hustlers Group you know, everybody wants to see everybody else succeed. Mm-hmm. And and anytime I've ever reached out to anyone, and this is what's kind of crazy. Most people think car dealers, you know, this whole negative stigma, a bunch of bad, sure. low down, dirty people. But literally everybody is so nice that I've talked to and that maybe mm-hmm. I've reached out to in a private message or something. And, and everyone's always been willing to help.
1: That's great. So
3: I think... Don't be scared to ask somebody for advice. You know, I and Dave took time the other day to talk with me about something I was doing. Um, uh, Scott Simons did the other day. I mean, I, I think the real thing is that, that in terms of fear, d- don't fear sounding stupid or, 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 or asking the wrong thing. I, you know, everybody goes through this stuff, and I think the more questions you ask, uh, the better it will be for you in your future, and the more you'll succeed. Beautiful, beautiful.
1: You know, you know what I love, uh, Neil, is that you know we're obviously working with you, and you uh, we're by your side, and we can see the uh, the upside of your business. You've got so many projects that you've talked to us you know, off air and, uh, and even on this podcast today. It's going to be so exciting to, to, to check back in with you in 12, 18 months time when uh, when some of these things, you know, really start to develop. I appreciate your time to, uh, today, Neil. Uh, thanks so much for being on Top Dealer and uh, yeah, we'll check back in with you.
3: Cool. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Top Dealer make sure you go and visit our website, thesaleshustlers.com for all the other episodes. And I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode.